0: The spell of come in
1: the morning. You see, we're on a mission from God. Praise God. You're going to need a bigger boat. Hasta la vista. Baby. go ahead. Make my day. I'm Ricky Bobby. You don't chew Big Red, <laughs> you. Welcome to this episode of the Movie Zealots Podcast. I'm your host, Tom. Join alongside my fellow zealots, Joe and Paul. How are you guys doing for this episode?
2: Doing good. Fantabulous,
1: Fantabulous indeed this one is a big one boys we're doing Avengers endgame we're also doing Netflix the curse or yeah, the curse Netflix the silence and the curse of La Llorona, but you know what Paul I don't want you to get to uh, get your panties in a bunch but we're bringing in a specialist for this one. I'm not uh, questioning your nerd cred because the last time I did you went out bought a 3d printer and started printing <laughs> D D characters and painting pre- <laughs> D&D characters as we do the episodes. But I'm bringing in even a bigger nerd than yourself for the MCU, the final, well, I guess it's not technically the final part of this chapter or whatever they call it. Uh, Rowan, Rowan, welcome to the Movies Outlast podcast.
3: Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate Thank it. It's kind of early for me, but thanks. It's is
1: It's the way Sunday. we do it.
3: <laughs> it's the Sunday. I'm only awake because I'm watching this game. Oh <laughs> so yes, yeah. Ron
1: is a big uh, soccer fan, so uh, he'll be on my next uh, soccer podcast. <laughs> yeah, you should get that started. We should start one. <laughs> I would not have we, a lot to say about that one.
3: We could talk about why Europeans want to play soccer at nine o'clock in the morning.
1: Yeah, they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but being that this is the first episode of this month, of course we have the Alexa quote of the show. They Alexa yeah, yeah, quote,
4: quote of the show. And may the odds be ever in your favor.
1: All right, guys. I have a lot of faith that each one of you will get this quote. In fact, so much so that I'm saying 100% cert- with 100% certainty, you guys will nail this. But let me just say, now this is not necessarily have anything to do with this particular quote. But let me just remind everyone listening, I need the full name of the movie. If the quote appears in more than one movie, the first movie that it appeared in is the one that I am looking for. Right now, we have the current score of Joe with seven points. Paul has ten. So, uh, Joe, if you can manage to get three more points of Paul, you can tie it up. But here we go. I am Iron Man. The quote (laughs) is, I am Iron Man. I am Iron Man. All right, so we got to give you just the title, of the year, and top three billed actors in the correct billing order. Oh God, I don't know their names. Yeah, <laughs> that's what makes <laughs> this game hard. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, what is? Okay, oh, this is
2: tough. Yeah, I just can't think of who's this, who would be third. I mean, okay, anyway. Uh, I, I don't know his name.
3: I know who would be third, but I don't know his name. All, all right, guys,
1: right. So what do you got?
3: Um, I'm good.
2: Whenever you all are, right.
1: <laughs> Joe. Uh, sure oh, oh. all right Paul this is a tough that? one sure Hoorah. all right Wait, uh, I think I
3: just erased my note hold on
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's begin with Joe Give all me right. the name this one of is this Iron Man all right going out on a limb there yeah hard one yeah. year please 2001 okay uh first build uh Robert Downey jr
0: second Jeff Bridges, third, Pepper Potts.
1: Pepper <laughs> Potts, yes.
0: <laughs> I Forgot her name.
1: <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, Paul. I, yeah, <laughs> Paul. What do you got, buddy? Iron Man. Iron Man.
2: I, I assumed it was 2004. My my my, my time's probably all okay. off.
1: Okay. First build.
2: Uh, Robert Downey Jr. Second. I assumed Gwyneth Paltrow.
1: Third. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I couldn't think of who would be third, so I put Samuel L. Jackson, which I know he's not third.
1: That would be amazing. All right, all right, Rowan, what do you got? Iron Man for the movie. I've got 2010.
3: I think it was 2008 or 2010. I went with 2010. Okay. Uh, And I only have RDJ because I couldn't remember the other actress's name, but it's RDJ Gwyneth Paltrow. Thanks. And whoever played the bad guy, I don't know his name.
1: Jeff Bridges, you mean? That guy, yeah. yeah all right. Oh wait,
0: wait. Uh, you should have on. used I. You should have used IMDb instead of <laughs> him. Yeah. Hmm.
1: I got. I got to tell you, I I can't give you Jeff Bridges just because you didn't know his name. Yeah. No. I, okay, yeah. I yeah. All right. So here it is. You guys really did rather poorly on this one. <laughs> so the movie is not. No, it is Iron Man. <laughs> I can't <gotta> say something. <laughs> like that. No, obviously, it's Iron Man. <laughs> Two thousand eight is the year. So Rowan, oh, yeah, you're, you're watching. Joe, you're way off. Yeah, I <laughs> had no idea. I just wow. made it. I was, Paul
0: Paul gave his I, number. I thought he better not be using me as an estimate. See, so <laughs> I went back and forth on that. I was like, wait. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It wasn't
3: four years between that and Avengers,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it was But you know when the Avengers came out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I brought in a, brought an in expert, a ringer. Tom. Yep, yep. <laughs> RDJ's one. Terrence. Howard is two, really? Yeah, I can't all believe he's second right. build too. And I double, I cross references with Wikipedia because I was not <laughs> thinking that's right. But this is what Wiki has too. And three is Jeff Bridges. So uh, Joe was more build than Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, she was four. Wow. This is before wow. the Me Too movement. So there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Joe got two, Paul got two, and Rowan got two. Oh, you guys got all the same thing. Now we got the year. I was very curious about that. Alright, uh, right. well, I, good job. I had it before everyone. I changed my mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's move on from the cutting room floor. All right. The first thing I have to say about the cutting room floor is I have I've moved our podcast to a new hosting service. Now we're also on Spotify. So uh, those of you who I guess use Spotify for podcasting, you can now pick us up on there. Also. The, this new podcast service has a uh, cross promotion thing that it does. So in the near future, someone, another podcast reached out to the movies out and asked to do a cross promotion. So I need to do a 32nd, uh, you know, commercial that I'm going to put on their podcast and they're going to put one on ours. So in an upcoming episode, uh, look forward to that. <laughs> nice. Do we get a sneak peek of what this uh, podcast is? Uh, I can tell you off the air. Cause it's not finalized yet. I mean, Ah, okay. Uh, We both agreed to it, but we both have to make our things. And then I think the service has to uh, uh, see the ads and make sure they approve them or whatever, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, there's a whole process. But, yes, I will tell you off the air what it is. You can go and uh, check it out. So Uh, what you're
3: saying is you sold out.
1: That's right, baby. I sold out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, so let's get right into it. That's why Tom got into this business. (laughs) I want to sell out. (laughs) (laughs) It's our mission statement. So let's talk a little bit about the Avengers well this is from the country room floor, so a little side notes about the Avengers when I went to see it so I went to see it originally on thursday uh was it april twenty fifth when like the the previews were out and it was in it was crazy it was absolutely insane. The parking lot was nearly full i had a park I didn't even know the parking lot extended as far as it does because it the it was completely full and the interesting thing about that was when I went to see it on, like I said, it was Thursday, like seven forty-five showing, right before, like in the middle of the previews, because it's a three-hour movie. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go pee, you know, during the preview or during the uh, trailers. So I got up and I walked out the theater. So I was in the far, farthest theater, uh, farthest theater in this uh, theater, I guess the farthest auditorium in this theater. And I walked out and I noticed Captain Marvel was playing across from me. In every other movie auditorium when i walked back and down and back was playing (laughs) avengers endgame this movie theater was playing nothing else they played one thing of captain marvel which i assume got switched out to avengers endgame as well uh, after that one airing was done but yeah every auditorium in this theater like after seven o'clock was playing the same movie (laughs) it was insane i couldn't believe it wow yeah that that's really shocking. Yeah, it was so weird to see it. Like, huh. then they added a twelve. They already had. They already had a midnight showing. They added a second midnight showing, and then they added a twelve forty five a.m. showing. So they had a, they had an episode or they had a movie starting at twelve forty five a.m. Thursday night. Well, Friday morning. Yeah, we had a three a.m. showing.
0: Oh, what? That what? sold out. Sold out three a.m. showing. <laughs>
1: Oh, it's to I mean, oh, go to see it. Get out. Go to free IHOP when you get out, or something. Yeah. Oh my God, 3 a.m. showing. So I went to see it Thursday, and I saw it on Sunday. So I saw it twice. Um, so uh, I, I know a lot about them. Well, I, I still don't know as much as Ron, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and it's for your cutting
0: room floor. I, I've discovered a movie sold out movie pro tip.
1: Oh, oh, yes, yes, yes. You did tell me <clears throat> so about it, I so. didn't
0: buy a ticket. I was like, oh, I don't want to go ahead. I got to buy four tickets to you know, take the whole family to this. I'm like, ah, and I drugged my feet and everything sold out. <clears throat> and then last Friday, it was Friday morning. I was off work because I was painting around the house and I decided about 11 o'clock in the morning. Hey, I should go see Avengers today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: good luck. Opening day. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. And so I open up the app and the AMC app wasn't crashed. <laughs> However, I looked at the AMC's big uh, Dolby theater's they have, they have the nice seats and they have wheelchair spaces. Yeah. turns out the uh, seats beside the wheelchair spaces are marked handicapped.
1: Uh, and if
0: you click it in the app, it will let you reserve it, but tells you if someone with a wheelchair shows up with someone to accompany them, they will bump you. Nice. But there's like four or five wheelchair spots in that theater, each with its own accompaniment seat. Wow. So about... Eh, two, three hours before the movie, I reserved it, got in. No one with a wheelchair showed up.
1: Wow. So you did a standby.
0: Yes. So I got, so I bought the uh, wheelchair accompaniment standby seat. So (laughs) that's that's really
1: good to know.
3: (laughs) (laughs) My theater, when I went to see it that Friday, it was packed. And those wheelchair seats were available. And I made the joke with a friend. I was like, look, we could just, you know, one of us, somebody hit someone with a bat. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> go. no, you don't even need to yeah. hit them. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. You
1: could bat. just fake it. Yeah. All you need I mean, really is a wheelchair. Can.
0: I mean,
3: it depends yeah, on well, how yeah, the and, they are. Yeah, the bat is fun, so you might as well take yeah. it. But hey.
1: But this tip would be only good if you're going solo, right? If you're on two people. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well,
3: yeah. well, there. Yeah. 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 So well I mean, two people might be okay, but it's probably only for one person, really.
0: Yeah, if you're going... But the, yeah, the, but if the, there's the, several, you know, wheelchair seats in the theater, then you could do this. Yeah, Everybody very, take it individually.
1: Another Avengers thing that I found very interesting is if you Google Thanos, and on the right-hand side, you'll see a Thanos, like, a Hello, animation or whatever. They, there's a glove, and if you click the glove, half of the results disappear from Google. Then if you click it again, they come back. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, go ahead and do that because that's, that's a good time. Oh, also, hey, I don't know if you guys saw this. It's brand new on Netflix. Netflix has just released an extended cut of The Hateful Eight and actually broke it down into four episodes. Like it's a TV. So it's like episode one, two, three, four. So it is extended cut of Hateful Eight, which I haven't seen yet. But oh, man, I am still. Wait, they made the movie into episodes? Yes, because it's an extended cut. So okay, they basically broke the movie into four parts. Wow! Interesting. So I'm kind like, of what I'm, you were hoping they did to the
0: Avengers Endgame. when the would be three hours.
1: <laughs> so I am so stoked about seeing because I, I love me some uh, hateful weight. So <laughs> I'm totally in. All right, uh, that's all I have for from the cutting room floor. anyone else have anything to add? Uh, now uh,
0: there's something about Quentin Tarantino. There he's re-releasing another movie. There's going to be a director's cut of another one of Tarantino's films being re-released as oh. soon as he's done with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And I, Really? I can't remember the name of the film off the top of my head, but I got really excited.
1: It's Awesome. Oh. <laughs> you gave us nothing. Uh-oh. Well, I'm out. almost there. Hang on. What are the chances somebody actually scored a goal in soccer while we're recording this?
3: <laughs> um, they scored in the first five minutes of the game while we were recording this. Oh, yeah, I know. So really? Usually the scores yeah. are 0-0.
1: Zero, zero.
3: <laughs> and we almost scored again
1: you could watch probably uh, about 12 hours of soccer footage without ever seeing and never a see a goal <laughs> yeah uh, never even see so, a shot on goal <laughs> uh, that's, that's a little stretch it's <laughs> a little bit of a stretch uh, but you're we'll say some terrible
0: teams
3: if that's what you're seeing
1: well yeah i'm watching my kids play so oh, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, there's a kid picking flowers. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Scores in the wrong goal is the oh, victory. Yeah, 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 yeah. I did Google it. It is Django.
4: Mm.
1: Oh, I love it. Django. I love me some Django. So, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. Watch Django again. Oh, yeah. Now that this episode of Soccer Talk is over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From the goals Net is over. (laughs) Let's move on to the movies. The first one we're reviewing is The Silence, released April 10th, 2019, rating PG-13. Runtime, one hour, 30 minutes, starring Stanley Tucci and Miranda Otto. Description, when the world is under attack from terrifying creatures who hunt their human prey by sound, 16-year-old Allie Andrews, who lost her hearing at 13, and her family seek refuge in a remote haven. IMDb gives it a 5.2 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 27%. And the audience gives it an A. There are no reviews for this movie. There's um, no blocks off. Yeah. Did you
2: say Miranda Otto got second billing? Uh, yep. Wow. Okay. So nice. the, the 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 main character is, is third? Is that, what, is that how that goes?
1: <laughs> well, just be glad the girls got any. I guess it could just be the creature's got one, two, and three. <laughs>
2: uh, oh, sorry, sorry, no, 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 that's yeah, interrupt. Yeah. I just that that seemed weird to me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, uh, well, again, this is just quick notes from uh, IMDb. So maybe the order wasn't right. I don't know. Uh,
2: yeah, because that's the mom and dad, right? I mean, uh, not not the anyway. No.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, IMDb,
0: you're gonna list the name of the person they heard of most likely. So it's all Stanley Tucci.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He's the only one. Oh,
2: no, me. no, Stanley Tucci makes sense as the first one, but Miranda Otto, I mean is she is she that big of a name? I, I don't know.
1: I don't know her. So, there you she, go. She was well, in, but nobody else. Yeah.
2: She was in the Two Towers, uh The Lord of the Rings. Um Oh shit.
1: What? Oh, well there you go. Who she's a she? star.
2: She was the she was the woman that dressed up as a man in order oh, to go Oh
1: yes. To the I knew battle. I recognized her. Yes, she yeah. took The Hobbit with her. Oh, you know what? She deserves to be number 1. Sorry, Stanley. <laughs> <You're out. laughs>
2: and wow. she's on Sabrina. So, with with the girl, with the lead, or what I would have call the lead, yeah, yeah, third billion. They're, they're, they're both on Sabrina, the Netflix where show. Where else but. is
1: that deaf girl? Well, she's not really deaf, but where she's else? Out,
2: she's on Sabrina, the t- the she's Sabrina. But yeah.
1: I wouldn't know that. So why the would jury. I know her? Because she did look familiar to me, but I couldn't place where I knew her. Because as soon as we started watching, my wife goes, "Hey, you ever notice Sabrina looks like uh, Emma Watson?" Yeah, I, I see that. Maybe I, that's I, I, why I good. think that's her. But anyway, let me get back before we start talking about that. Let me finish this up. Uh, so we did that. No box office because it's Netflix. Here's some notes. This has similar elements to A Quiet Place, in case you guys haven't realized, which stars Stanley Tucci's sister-in-law, Emily Blunt. However, Tim Levin's book, from which this film is based, was published in August 2015, and the film began shooting in September 2017, both before A Quiet Place was released. So, technically, this isn't a complete ripoff by... (laughs) See, this Netflix? This is what makes me wish
0: that all, all the celebrities were actual normal people and I want to visit their house for Thanksgiving.
4: <laughs>
0: okay. Because can you imagine them in our family, Tom, show up at Thanksgiving dinner and him making that ripoff
1: film? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd <Yeah>. be genius. <laughs> yeah, really. Like, oh, come on, man. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, you can't have all the success. Well, give me a little bit, you know? And an interesting note was um, that the one scene where... She's on her tablet, and it says uh, Internet Lost, and she was on Safari, the the browser. It says safari.com on the top. If you actually type safari.com and hit enter, it's actually like an African Safari. It's not the browser. <laughs> <So, laughs> Screw that up.
2: <laughs> oh, as well about. as having the sound on, but okay, never mind. On her tablet, she had the sound on, but I'm like, why would you would she know the- to turn
1: it off? Paul? <laughs> oh, that's a good point. She couldn't hear it anyway, Paul. So
0: you know, uh, that's yeah. how, how would she know to turn the sound? Well, they yeah. should turn
2: it off so that her parents wouldn't hear whatever, you know, sexting they were doing on the tablet or whatever. Oh, but yeah. uh, uh,
0: <laughs> I don't think you quite understand sexting. Paul. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Why would she want to hear his sound? She, well, she can't. So what's the point? <laughs>
1: uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Let well, me. she can't hear that
0: he's playing a soccer game in the background. <laughs> 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 All
4: right,
1: let's get right into the, uh, the reviews. I'll start with saying this movie is just, it's not worth the watch. I, I, don't, I It was funny because I, I, I tried to watch this multiple times and I fell asleep a couple times. And uh, like one of them wasn't through the fault of this movie, it was just that I didn't have, I, it was late and I just, it was, I was tired. So at one point, I was watching this movie, and I was like, okay, I'm tired. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to stop it, and then I'll pick it up the next morning. And when I stopped it, I realized, in my mind, I was like, okay, this movie is just setting itself up to, like, where it's getting going. Like, it's just setting up, and now it's actually going to start the actual movie. And I stopped it, and there was a a half hour of the movie left. (laughs) So three-quarters of the movie was already spent, and we didn't really do anything. Yeah, it was not a good movie. I, I didn't find it interesting in the least. Stanley Tucci, I like him, but uh, I don't know. So I didn't find the movie entertaining in the least. Uh, Quiet Place was definitely much better done. Uh, It was stupid. The people at the end, I'm not sure what their purpose was. It's just dumb. Like, it never, it was never fluid in any way. It was just a weird like, it, it, it resembled more of a, like, the first episode of a TV series. Like, it was setting up and then it was gonna, like, do a whole episode worth of stuff. But this was like a movie and it ended and like, Oh, okay. Well, there you go. See what
0: happened? Silas. What was it? Um, a quiet place took off, made a ton of money. Yeah. And someone had this, you know, they had this old book laying around that someone knew about it and said, Hey, I've got 90 bucks. (laughs) 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 Somebody get me a B list actor that people recognize. <laughs> Let's get this shit underway. <laughs>
2: I, I guess I was. I, the thing that I found funny about it is, it seems like if just everybody turned on all of the wood chippers all over the world, yes. we'd, be, we'd, be, we'd be okay, right? It would be done. It, they'd all be dead.
1: Yeah, they're f- small flying dinosaur things. You make noise, you get them all together, and you can just. Excuse yeah, me. all you need is a just huge blender,
2: a huge yeah. blender, and, and <laughs> drive down the street, and <laughs> yeah, it's just,
0: yeah, this Stupid. took place in the Gremlins universe. Just lasted about twenty minutes.
1: <laughs> yeah, so for me, it's a do not watch. I, I just, there's no reason to see this at all.
2: Why? Why did you make us then?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought it, you know it's a good thing. You know, I can't wait till the next one. So Netflix has the Silence. It had uh, Bird Box. What sense do you think they're going to put out next? <laughs> the, a touch one, a feel one, a taste one. They're going to come out with another sense movie.
3: <laughs> it absolutely has to be something for taste. Yeah, you just got to go around eating everything, and <laughs> you just die if you eat the wrong thing, but you don't know until you eat it.
1: Yeah, yeah. if you, you taste go. sweetness, you die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I can't wait. <laughs> that's got to be fantastic. <laughs> Stanley Tucci's oh, yeah. first cousin is going to star in this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be their, their adopted
0: or, or some step kid that was with them. <laughs> oh, so so, good.
2: so the, the the big the big like discussion I was thinking is is the movie so bad that it's good because because that's really the only the only the mm. question is is yeah. it so bad that it's good or is it just bad? No, it's just bad. And the problem is, I think it's just bad, because the performances are, I mean, they're really impressive actors, so it's not like, I mean, this would have been fun if it had been, like, really hammed up actors that... If they
1: were all bad at it, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, get us so, the cast of uh, Sharknado. Then this would be a good movie.
2: Yeah, get get, get Tommy, Tommy Wiseau as no, the, no,
1: as the man. no, 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 <laughs> no. No. I, I still say that movie is just bad. That is not a good, bad movie. That's just bad. Oh, I can't stand him.
2: Oh, get us Nicolas Cage.
1: Okay, I'm in. Uh, okay, no, now you're talking. That's the <laughs> Nick Cage, baby. Let's bring him. All right, so, Paul, are you saying... This is a second run for you, then. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a second run for Paul. Oh, what's your rating on no, this? No,
2: this has to be, a, it has to be. A do not watch. I guess wow. I really wish. It's a shame because I mean, the act, the the ensemble cast should have been good enough to pull this off, and, and it just wasn't. The, the script wasn't there, right? Joe, I'm going to pencil you in for
0: do not watch. <laughs> I, I think that that might be good. My, my favorite part of the whole thing was you have these things where they actually tried to set it up, which is really, it's, it's brilliant that they came out of the cave. It's like, they're actually trying to explain this, yes. which, it, which is just a horrible cause they ham fisted it so badly that it was great Yeah, that, that these things all come out of a cave and they can fly, but they can't, they can land on a tree branch, but not find food. I mean, this is the most <laughs> successful creature ever, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's so brilliant. All right. Well, you, yeah. can, you
1: can tell they tried, which is <laughs> which almost made it to the so bad it's good category. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's just bad. Just bad. So three do not watches cross the board. So Rowan, please after your soccer game, watch this movie. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: Yeah. Go ahead and yeah, not no, watch that. My either. buddy,
3: literally sitting right next to me right now. He's like, he started watching and he's like, I can't. Yeah. It's terrible. It's, it's so
1: bad. It's, it's so. Bad. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. No. I'm not watching that. No point. No. Bueno, no point. Bueno. All right. Let's move on to the curse of La Llorona. This is April 19th, 2019, Was the released rating R. Runtime, one hour and 33 minutes, starring Linda Cardellini, Rowan Christou, and Janie Lynn Kinchin. Uh, description is, ignoring an eerie warning of a troubled mother suspended, suspected of child endangerment, a social worker, and her small kids are soon drawn into a frightening supernatural realm. IMDb gives it a 5.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, critics give it a 31%, while the audience gives it a 47%. Box office, the budget was $9 million. Opening weekend, it made $26 million, so good on ya. Worldwide gross as of April 28th is $87 million, so expect a sequel to this movie, because it is making bank. Notes. Now, this is very interesting. Do you guys know who Linda cardellini is
2: no did she make pasta or something hey yeah okay. hey not, no i have i have no
3: idea who that is
1: or velma yes no
3: good you're job. talking about velma
0: right yes, it's yes. cardinelli right what car linda cardinelli
1: tom mispronounces everything yeah. so cardellini no no i googled how to pronounce that name and it gave me cardellini Cardellini, really? Yeah. <laughs> I, then I, I'm just so used to you mispronouncing everything that I just assume my <laughs> pronunciations are correct. Now. I have the what? What do they call it when you uh, when you type it for how it sounds? The phonetic. Yeah. I have the phonetic spelling next to the name because I can't. Yeah, I can't pronounce anything. Because as soon as you said it, I'm like, is, is he talking about Velma? Because yeah, I like Velma. Yeah,
0: well, she's she... an Avenger, right? Or an Avenger adjacent? Uh, what What is she in Avengers? She's Hawkeye's wife. Oh, Does that make know. her Avenger adjacent? We need our uh, MCU fan to join wait, in here. Wait. And...
3: Wait. The lady is Hawkeye's wife in Avengers? Yeah. Yes. I, I didn't know that was her name. I never I swear I've
1: not seen anything she was in. But so okay. Is she in Avengers Sco-
0: The Scooby Doo movies. I'm a I'm a huge fan. Okay.
1: Wow. Well, listen to this. Really? Cuz I picked this up on the uh, I picked this up in the movie while I was watching it. A uh, little Easter egg. The daughter is seen to be watching the classic Scooby Doo cartoon. Linda, right? Linda nice. Cardellini, who plays Anna, the lead, plays Velma in the two live-action Scooby-Doo movies. So when I saw that, I'm like, oh, hey, they're
2: doing a little uh, thing and jigger there. Are there only two live-action Scooby movies?
0: Sadly, yeah. Uh, wow. That series should have yeah. been as big as the Avengers. I <laughs> love Scooby.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You know what, Scooby and, you know what, Scooby, Scrappy, and uh, Shaggy, they didn't need 22 movies to to beat Thanos. <laughs> Three no. movies. Three movies. <laughs> You'd taken Thanos' face off and have been Old Man Withers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd
2: be great. Old Man Withers.
1: <laughs> uh, another note for this movie: uh, this is the second film in the Conjuring universe to not feature or reference Ed or Lorraine Warren. It's also the first spinoff to feature an antagonist who didn't appear in the main film series. Tony <laughs> Admandola who portrayed Father Perez in Annabelle, reprises his r- same role in this film. So those are my notes on this movie. So I had no idea this was anything to do with Conjuring. And I had very low expectations going into this movie because the, the whole La La Rona uh, storyline to me, uh, that's never really appealed to me. I,
2: oh, are you are you scared that you're going to be, that vengeance is going to come down on you for your cheating ways? Is that? That's
1: right. Well, I'm not a kid, no, so what no. do I have to worry
2: about?
1: <laughs> I'm no child. She can't do it me. <laughs> When I uh, I went with my wife to see this, and I was pleasantly surprised by this movie. It was actually really good. I thought it, I thought it was done really well. And the fact that it's into the Conjuring universe, also, Raymond Cruz plays a like a road rogue, rogue uh, uh, like demon hunter. Like he used to be a priest, but he left the church because his ways were too extreme. Or whatever, you know, and uh, they built this character in such a way that you know he's going to appear again in another movie. Like he's like going to be one like it's a reoccurring character in these in this universe so expect to see him again but all in all this is a a very well done movie again i expected very little so i was pleasantly surprised by how good it actually was so if you like the conjuring this is definitely another one you should watch and i say this is a stream which is a pretty good rating for this type of movie so go see it if it's still in theaters if you like conjuring and uh, you know of course it has some of the jump scares and all that stuff but uh all in all, it's a very good movie to watch.
0: Wait, you, you just told everybody to stream it and then go see it if it's still in theaters.
1: You, of all people, <laughs> realize stream is just a rating. It's, it doesn't literally mean stream it. It's just that means it's the what? Uh, you got opening night, first run, second run. It's the fourth in a line of ratings. So it doesn't actually mean to uh, stream. But <laughs> wait, wait, so it's what four. Then after stream, you have TV... TV and then don't, don't watch, watch it all. Oh, so it's on the it's, bottom. It's pretty lovely rated, so
0: go to the theater. <laughs> <Yeah. seat>. <laughs>
1: pretty lovely <laughs> well wasn't ratings. that good. <laughs> no, uh, You know, you're right, Joe. I'm going second run. There you go. Oh, oh second run. Shoot. You I just do second run for everything. A Conjuring movie. I can't believe that. <laughs> you pumped it up. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right, Joe. It is better than below average for sure. So, but again, that's if you like horror movies and if you're a fan of the Conjuring series, I guess. So, there's a lot of a lot of ifs there, but We've wasted, wasted enough time. Again, uh, to everyone, spoiler alert. There will be spoilers coming up. Let's get right into our feature presentation.
4: And now our feature presentation.
1: All right. This feature presentation is Avengers Endgame. Tagline, whatever it takes. Released. April 26, 2019. Director Anthony Russo and Joe Russo. You may know them from Avengers Infinity War, Captain America Civil War, Captain America The Winter Soldier, and you, me, and Dupree. <laughs> That's a, lot of <laughs> a lot of big names. I almost and... <laughs> take my coffee. <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow uh rating pg 13 runtime three hours and one minute though i heard it was three hours and two minutes but according to imdb it's three hours and one minute starring robert downey jr chris evans mark ruffalo chris hemsworth scarlett johansson jeremy renner don Cheadle, paul rudd benedict cumberbatch i just kept on going to i ran into somebody i didn't recognize the name so that's a lot of people description After the devastating events of Avengers Infinity War, the universe is in ruins. With the help of the remaining allies, the Avengers assemble once more in order to undo Thanos' actions and restore order to the universe. IMDb gives it a 9 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes critics give it a 95%, 95%, and the audience gives it a 90%. Box office, does anyone want to hazard a guess of the budget of this movie? Because when I saw this, I had to do a double take because I'm like, that's a pretty big budget. Anybody know the budget of this movie? Anyone want to take a guess at the budget? We got silent. No,
3: no, that's out of my range.
1: <laughs> oh, let me just put it this way It took the entire opening weekend gross. Right, what, was what was it? 60? Yeah. Uh, I think it was three, 360, right? I can't remember. I think I have it here. No. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, opening weekend. It took the opening weekend uh, to make it back. Three hundred and fifty-six million dollars—the budget on this movie. That's got to be the highest wow. budget. That is—that is crazy. What they, what they crazy. spend on like RDJ salary
0: alone—it's got to yeah. <laughs> be like fifty of that.
1: Yeah. So uh, and,
2: uh, a lot of CGI money there, right? Yeah. You
1: figure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If you double it for all the, uh, you know, all that other stuff. Yeah, they need quite the money. I don't know if they're gonna make a profit on this one. Let's see. <laughs> Opening <laughs> weekend, it made three hundred fifty-seven million. Gross in the U.S. as of May 1st, $452 million. And worldwide gross as of May 1st, 2019, $1.68, or $1.6 billion. So, yeah, it's well on its way to uh, being the greatest movie of all time as far as financial consideration is given. Notes on this movie. There Now, if you like the MCU and you like Avengers, go to IMDb because the notes on this page are ridiculous. Uh, here are about a uh, half dozen or so when well, no, I have a ton of notes on here. All right. So sit back and relax. Here we go. I only did the, fir- the, the interesting ones. All right. Now this is, this is gonna be awesome. Rowan, I do not want you to answer this question. All right. Um, I won't. We, we do this every MCU movie and these guys suck. So let's do it one more time. What number of the MCU, uh, universe, what movie <laughs> number is this?
0: If
3: you guys
1: we get this wrong, this,
0: we joked about writing
1: this down. <laughs> yes, if you time.
3: get
0: this wrong, <laughs> it was
3: in the movie. It literally was in the first twenty minutes of the movie. They said it.
0: They said it.
1: Yes. <laughs> and they joked about it when we did Captain Marvel. I and, asked and, and we
2: Taylor- did.
0: We said, "I got to write this down." Because
2: and Taylor Swift made a whole song about it.
3: <laughs> what? Well, I didn't know Taylor Swift made a song about it, but yes, twenty-two. Oh, so-
0: Hey! It, yeah, I was going to say 22, right? Uh, did okay. Taylor Swift make a song about being 22?
1: Yes, yes, she did. But the age 22? Yeah, yeah. What's important? I mean,
0: that? I'm assuming she's not singing about the Avengers. <laughs> that would be awesome.
1: Well,
2: I don't know. and Maybe she was, you know, fresh enough to well, know. Well, you know,
1: that- <laughs> Iron Maiden did one too, right? 22, Acacia Well, Am- <laughs> oh, That's a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 Twenty-two. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, twenty-second film released by Marvel Studios for the MCU. So there you go. Congratulations. Robert Downey Jr. was the only cast member who was entrusted with the entire film script, so he knew he died. Oh, yeah. We already said spoiler. Yeah, he knew he died at the end. Well, uh, his contract was up, right? I mean, everyone yeah. knew that him and Captain America were. Oh, he didn't have to die, right? though. He could have just been off into the sunset or whatever, yeah. Evangeline, Lily, and Paul Rudd were filming Ant-Man and the Wasp and this film at the same time. Even though Captain Marvel was released one month before this film, Brie Larson shot her scenes for this movie first. Opening night tickets were resold on eBay for thousands of dollars with a pair, a pair of IMAX tickets in New Jersey selling for $15,000. Robert Downey Jr. officially surpassed Hugh Jackman's record for the most appearances in film as the same superhero with 10. He set this record in only 11 years, where Jackman did it in 17. During the Marvel Studios opening sequence, all the characters that were affected by the event's of the decimation of the from the Avengers Infinity War were removed. So I didn't even realize that. Did anybody else pick that?
2: up? Wow, you, th- you think it would have cut that that opening sequence down to like <laughs> a normal amount of time instead of you know the first five minutes of the show?
1: I tell you what, I really liked. I and I went to look this up. That song they played. What was the song they played instead of doing that? Dun dun dun. The Avengers song. They did that like reminisce back in a good old days song. I wish I I I meant I don't. That I
3: don't know the name of the song. I don't even remember the song.
1: It was very Ooh. good because it meant like like the, like, like like was uh, drawing in memories of oh remember the good old days and when it was good uh, so good it brought you right into the movie so quickly it was wonderful. When Steve Rogers enters the ele- enters the elevator in 2012 along with his strike crew, it parallels the events of the Winter Soldier. When Rogers salutes Hydra to agents Sitwell, it is reminiscent. Of the 2018 comic arc, Secret Empire. Oh, <laughs>
4: what?
1: Secret yeah. Empire. Hold on. Secret Empire, where <laughs> Steve Rogers' personal history was altered so he was an undercover Hydra operative all along. Yep.
3: I'm yeah, actually I, reading that comic right now.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. and, it,
2: it, and it was really controversial because obviously anything Captain America does implies that America does. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, but, and, and I think the fact that. Captain America was a fascist agent was a little too close to home.
1: Wait, wait, wait. All right, there you go.
0: I can't wait till the next comic book where Captain America grabs someone by the <laughs> <laughs> God,
1: <laughs> damn it. I gotta edit oh. that, you know, right? <laughs> oh man. My beep is getting used. All right. Oh, here's an interesting one, which I don't know anybody picked this up. Because I sure as heck didn't, and I've seen the movie twice. Howard the Duck who was present in Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 1 and 2, makes his third cameo, a brief one, though, in the MCU, being one of the resurrected uh, by Hulk's snap. Now, here's when it happens, because I didn't see this. When all the heroes are shown coming back through Doctor Strange's portals, the Wasp is seen coming back. When she comes back to the right of her, you can see Howard the Duck walking amongst the army. With a gun. I did not. Do you saw that? Roy? yes <laughs> yes i did did you know to look for that no i saw it on the
3: second time of going through i didn't see it the first time and then i was on reddit and then someone posted oh, so something somebody about howard said duck. It.
1: okay yeah. that's why and so cool. then
3: i actually knew it was there to look and i was like oh yeah he really was there
1: so joe you saw it twice right i did did you notice howard the duck i did not yeah, okay. notice howard the duck paul how many times have you seen this movie one time,
0: <laughs> you loser. <laughs> oh, geez, thought we had some all right, movie get off
1: the air. <laughs> Let me cut him off this call. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you didn't notice Howard the Duck, I'm sure.
2: I did not notice Howard the Duck, he's very missable, so it's okay.
1: Yeah, well, there you go. Third time's a charm. When Tony says, I love you thousands, his daughter Morgan says, I love you 3,000. One ton equals 2,000 pounds, so she is saying oh, so that she tough. loves him more. Isn't that romantic? Well, I don't know about romantic, but touch him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Yeah. Wow. That's, that's touch Talk about Trump no more, okay? At Tony Stark's funeral, a teenage boy is seen standing behind Scarlet Witch and Bucky. This is Harley Keener, the boy from Iron Man 3 who let Tony use his shed when he needed to repair his Iron Man suit. So there you go. I didn't realize that the first time, but after I read it, I saw it in the movie again, and yeah, I'm like, oh yeah, there you go. Yeah,
0: I had no idea who all those people see Jad in that funeral were. That was,
1: <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: As um... for Rowan, did you recognize everybody in that scene? I really did, actually. I did. Well, yeah. Who else now, did so I
3: will say that Harley Keener. I was very surprised at first because I was like, wait, who's that kid? But then I thought of it I was like, oh, he must be the kid from Three, because there was talks about him being in the movie anyway and so i i kind of expected him to show up at some point in the movie but that kind of is fitting that he was just standing there and everybody else was like who the heck is this kid
2: Did you, did you know everybody that was at Black Widow's funeral? Wait oh, a minute. Wait. Oh. Hey, that could have oh. happened. Oh, ouch. Wow.
1: That, that could have yeah, happened. Sorry. That could have happened. <laughs> they didn't show it. So let's get easy. Let's, let's take, it easy, Paul. <laughs> oh, take it easy. Oh,
2: sorry. Sorry. Jeez. She had a funeral.
3: Hulk through something. That was, yeah,
2: yeah. You know. That yeah. was enough. She, 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 was, she was thoroughly thrown in the fridge, but okay. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. You guys, too much. Too much. <laughs> All right. Similar to what was done with Samuel L. Jackson in Clark Gregg, in Captain Marvel, digital de-aging was applied in this film to make Stan Lee and Michael Douglas look younger for his cameo appearance, which would take place in 1970. Now, I'll be honest with you. Obviously, Michael Douglas, that was easy to tell. But Stan Lee, I I, I would have not known that he was de-aged. Oh, he looked like Stan Lee to me. I don't know. It's very quick. I was hoping it would be something better than that. He was like, oh, love or something. And he drove by. And I got it. All right. So how many how many uh of those things
0: did Stanley film before he died so they can put him into every movie? I think for this is it,
1: ever. right?
3: That's it. Yeah, he's not anything else for Stanley is gonna be like some odd yeah. reference. He that was his last actual filmed um, cameo. No, I
1: heard. Was, oh, wow, I heard
3: he's not like,
2: gonna be a Dark Phoenix. I mean, I mean, thing. it was obviously filmed, and it keeps getting pushed away. So I mean For- he was obviously alive during the beginning of the filming I think of of Phoenix. That's why I Yeah, asked.
3: he could be in the, I mean from what Kevin Feige did an interview before this movie came out and said that this was Stanley's last cameo, but I guess he can't really talk about Dark Phoenix, so maybe he's in Dark Phoenix, I don't know. But this is the last one he w- he's in of the MCU in its state while he was alive. Oh yeah. Okay.
1: Now I read that it's possible cuz he has a bunch of outtakes for like from different things he's done. It would be yeah. possible for them to use outtakes to, you know, keep him in the movies or whatever. Well started. Kevin Feige said that he
3: wasn't gonna do that either. Oh, okay. Any any references to Stan Lee going forward. I mean, I don't know about From Far From Home, because he might have shot something for that. Yeah. But anything going after that, he's it's just gonna be like a street names that's at the corner of Stan and Lee, or or like in Deadpool where they have like just a picture of him, you know, oh, okay. stuff All like right.
1: that. Right. But yeah. That's probably I, I yeah. All right, there you go. Uh let me just say the making Robert Downey Jr. really thin at the beginning of that movie was so- so well done, yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he looked, looked old as shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, not as old as Potts. Holy cow! <laughs> she looked awful in that movie. And when did she get an Iron Man suit? Yeah. Well, okay. I'll, I'll get to this. Wait. Stop. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll move All on because I I'm with you, Joe. I'm like, wait a second. She's not a superhero. This is bull up. This is BS. But apparently, she actually is in the comics, and I'll get to that in a minute. So hold on. Okay. <laughs> During the final battle, and I noticed this too. The second time, the second time watching this movie, I noticed this, and I was irked by it. Uh, but now, this actually is like a plot thing too that was happens in the comics. So I, I give I I digress. During the final battle, there's a scene showcasing only the female MCU heroes. This is a reference to the A-force, A-force. A Force. A Force. A team of all all female Avengers, which appeared in comic. <laughs> Marvel Comics from 2015 and 2016. Uh, Some of the characters from the A Force comics were featured in this scene, including Captain Marvel, Rescue, Rescue is Pepper Potts and Scarlet Witch. So yeah, there's two things that irked me about this movie. One, Pepper Potts showing up in Iron Man outfit because she's not a superhero, but apparently she is in the MCU called Rescue which is stupid, but okay, whatever.
2: Well, he does mention it in the so, beginning, right? When when she's playing yes. with the helmet, she says, yes.
1: I got that for your mom. But and, that, doesn't yeah. mean, that doesn't mean she's a superhero. She just but if a- you remember
3: in Iron I Man 3, she put it in,
1: exterior, in, okay. in
3: Iron Man 3, she wears his outfits. She wears his suit. He has suits that she puts on. One time he does it, I think, when she was falling from, I can't remember. Well, the that, that was out game. of
1: necessity, yes.
3: But he puts it on to save her, and then she uses it so he's been trying to get her to use the suits for forever because that's tony and in the comics that is the case he tries to get her to do it and eventually she puts on the suit and goes by the name of rescue at one point i remember correctly it's when he goes off on his little i am this crazy obsessed guy who drinks too much and i need to go find myself so i'm no longer gonna be iron man and she takes up this Thing of being rescued for a little while and help actually works with the Avengers once or twice and A Force. See, so, yeah, I,
1: I assumed Tony made that suit for her in the movie because they're out in the middle of nowhere. So if she had to go get eggs or milk. Kind of. It'd be so, super easy to put on the suit. She could just get fly it. Fly over. <laughs> to Yeah, fly over to the local. I, I think he's or... making
0: something she could put in the curio and just have for <laughs> <sitting> <laughs> the yeah. house or something. A centerpiece. Yeah,
1: I didn't think it'd yeah, be a superhero. Because or... when
0: I finished watching Iron Man yeah. 3, I took a coat hanger and stuck it behind my eyeball. <laughs> and <I> poked <laughs> it back and forth for a little while. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, Maybe I that's mean, why I forgot about that. Too. I just
2: assumed it was some kind of like furry thing, right? But with Iron Man suits that they were. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow.
0: It has a flap in the back.
3: This movie is filled with tons of callbacks to comics and old movies. So, yeah, that was one of them. That was, yeah.
1: So, the second thing that annoyed me when I watched the movie the second time, I didn't realize it until when it, it happened when Spider Man had the glove and Captain Marvel comes down and Spider Man goes, Oh, I don't know how you can get past all these guys alone then a bunch of women show up say she's not alone and uh, it was like really you got to throw a me too movement into this Right. Oh Britain's no! The movie. best part
0: of it was it was well, who was it? it was like Michonne that did that, right? She she, she has help, and she yeah. stabs one dude with a spear, and then Captain Marvel blazes <laughs> this giant trail through.
1: It's like that's all she needed was yeah. that extra eighteen inches of headroom to get Captain, up to speed Captain Marvel Thanks didn't need Michonne any help whatsoever. In. Yeah, she right. just could have blown through there with no help. Like the other, no one else was necessary. But yeah, it was none. Just no. stabbed one
0: person with a spear when like this super So comes
3: that from. one person she stabbed was um Corvus Glaze <laughs> but yes the shoe was it was not required at all okay that, <laughs> that was purely just for them to either hint at or reference a force and also the me Too See, movie that's
1: that fine. If, it, that if, if they're me. if they're referencing a force uh, hey more power to you but if it's just gonna be a, a me too I thing i was like uh oh,
2: really I mean, like i said you don't you don't get to put Scarlett Johansson in the fridge and then, <laughs> and then pretend like you're all this you know because I, they i've I've heard interviews where they, you know, they act like they're so woke and they're so politically so, progressive, and then they, they, what they did with Red Black Widow, I'm, I'm sorry, it's kind of inexcusable. I think it's sort of like, oh, was, oh, did somebody so, else die? What?
3: That was also another plot point for Scarlett Johansson's death. That, that was actually so. I, again, I'm sorry. I read a whole lot of stuff, and the directors for that did a. I mean, the writers did a, a interview, where they talked about. That was supposed to be Hawkeye dying. He was. They wrote that that Hawkeye was gonna die, and but they would have added the, a
1: funeral scene if he died. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> they probably would have. <laughs> yeah, had 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 an had hour and fifteen red minute, red minute yeah. Three yeah. hours and fifteen but, um, minutes. Like no way. They they changed it because uh, someone I can't remember who it was. One of the the, the screenwriters or somebody like that argued that this was Scarlet's moment. Like the whole movie was built up around her having this, you know. Renaissance moment of like I was this terrible person and look I, I started doing a little bit of good you know what she talked about when she was in the the room and she was like you know this is my family nobody had me before and now I have this and so like she built up this life of being I was this evil person and now I'm this and now I'm doing some good for once and I can finally do something good and so that was like her moment to finally like be her climax of I I become this good person well, so they were like don't take that away from her. I was like, okay, sure, yeah. But-, uh,
2: but it would have been better if if the Black Widow movie had been a little bit earlier than number like twenty four, whatever it is. Yeah. It, it, because if you don't have that movie, you're kind of like, oh, uh, okay, yeah. we'll get rid of her. And then it, the only impact is how it affects the, the men that she loved, right? I mean, that's exactly. not, that's really it, and it's wow. it, it, it becomes a problematic. Pro- I mean, she's supposed to be badass. What the hell? And you you kind of forget about her. I, 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 even er, I asked Ernie. I was talking to her about her with it about it. Ernie's like, I don't remember her dying. I'm like, what? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, Ernie was just looking at Chris Hemsworth. It's not really that
2: big of a deal, is it?
0: <laughs> so I, is I her know. movie a prequel now?
3: <laughs> yes. Her movie is set actually before um, Iron Man. Before the whole... Iron Man case. So it's basically what she was leading up to I guess her sh- early S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: days. So she's a bad person in this.
3: Yeah, so basically it's going to be if you've seen any Russian spy girl movie, it's going to be something like that. <laughs> but with, you know, It's going to be Red high. Sparrow, right? Yeah, basically yeah. Red
2: Sparrow basically, into um, S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that, yeah. Well, there's Although, not even I anything-
1: would much rather see Scarlett Johansson topless, to be fair. Well, uh, this is <laughs> Disney, so don't, get, don't count your uh, chickens.
3: There's movies out there for that already.
1: sure <laughs> <laughs> he did that. Oh, oh, so now I'm going to have to edit, right? <laughs> I'm
0: going to have to edit the movie? Oh, yes. darn. <laughs>
1: All right, my last note uh, before we get into uh, our thoughts. This is, this is 100% for you, Joe. So uh, here you go. Tony Stark drives an Audi e-tron GT, which is a fully electric concept car. When he arrives at the Avengers headquarters, a loud combustion engine race car sounds is her- sound is heard. So there you go, Joe. You mentioned this to oh. me before. I saw this in the notes. I'm like, I'm gonna have to add this in because this is one of your pet peeves.
0: <laughs> you did. You know, I have no idea how annoying it was the first time I saw that heard vroom, vroom, vroom. and I'm like, that's an electric car. <laughs> that, was, that was so annoying.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there you go. Those are all my notes uh, for this movie we get into thoughts uh i guess i can start since i i kind of already said most of my thoughts the one thing i did like though about this movie was they essentially brought back every movie star who ever appeared in a marvel movie and uh they had at least a little part in this movie with the exception of jeff bridges he unfortunately didn't make any appearances but almost everyone else who's ever had even the smallest of roles came back in either a time oh, yeah. sequence or some matter so i like that a lot the way they kind of Brought it all back, and like it was a good farewell for the uh, the this uh segment or whatever they call this piece. Phase, phase, this phase. So I so thought that was uh, uh, really what it I was better thinking. would
3: be this saga, because technically, well after saga. Far From Home, it no. would be the end of this saga that's this, called the Infinity Saga.
1: This this saga, though. Jeff Bridges, yeah. I will say, Jeff Bridges is kind of mentioned when uh <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. calls. Thor uh, Lebowski. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That was fun. <laughs> I had to chuckle with that one. And the, my, okay, so now I have some issue, the issues with the movie. The only issues I have with the movie, and Rowan, you probably answer all these away. So let's see. How he gets, how Captain America gets the stones back without like seamlessly getting them back. A lot of stones, well, probably half of them are pretty easy to do. But the one that's in The One Girl. That, how do you get that one back? The I guess the uh, the soul zone, He just throws that back into <laughs> I the. Could be have traded?
0: Uh- <laughs> The, no girl for well, it? I didn't oh, did I have the, her no. back.
2: Here's your story. Wasn't yeah. no. was the plot line of the dark world trying to get it out of her in the first place? So what did they do? Inject her, <laughs> <laughs> <into> her? <laughs> well, they gotta, they gotta
1: put it back in <laughs> so they can get it out.
3: Yeah. Um so Soul stone is easiest to answer. Um no on. Scarlet Witch doesn't come back. Kevin Feige and i not Kevin Feige, the Russo brothers talked about that, and that's how it works is that death is permanent. You die, it's a soul for a soul. It's not a, hey, here's your return policy. I don't so
0: it's like It's not this. a rental.
3: <laughs> no, there is no, I'm buying this, I'll so try out. I don't like it. Return and give me back my money. No. She's, She's dead.
0: It's She's no Costco.
3: She's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> dead. She's not coming back. I don't know. I mean, I guess he would just give it back to the keeper, which the only question for that is Red Skull's whole purpose at that point is to just be the guide to where the soul stone is so once the soul stone is taken no, he, he should retires. technically just like not have a job so would he still be there uh, that i'm not sure
0: like fan well, they say they're going to get it back in that exact same spot in the time so. right. so as soon as, as the guy left time, he would yeah. show up and say hey by the way yeah, here, yeah. you still have a job yeah. to do <laughs> yeah i guess Damn that's it. right
3: yeah i was gonna retire he'll be there um but he would just basically somehow, whatever they do... I mean, that's like one of those open-ended points, right? We don't know exactly how you return stone. It's just you take it back and somehow give it back. As for the reality stone, ether, which is really dumb. But yeah, the ether, Um, Yeah, he just take the little tool and stick it up in her. And there you go. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. <laughs> he is taking it back at the time when it was stolen. And Rocket took it from her. So, yeah. I that, that yeah, I don't very, think very they answered strange. that question. I don't think there is an answer to that. And
1: then Captain America. So in in the in the way that they presented time travel, when, as soon as he went and stayed, he would have, he would have started a new parallel timeline. So he wouldn't have been in that same universe or that timeline. So does that imply he traveled to this timeline to do that final scene?
3: Wait, hold on. I have to ask my buddy here because I'm not allowed to talk any time stuff because they get on my, they say I get on their nerves when I do that. Oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah, he's getting ahead of me now. All right, all right. Warning. Here comes some nerd stuff. This is really nerdy. Oh, boy. So basically, you have four timelines. At least four timelines now.
1: Wait, Because they're All new around. timelines. And new, the, the, the whole new reality is a whole different timeline. It's
3: a whole other timeline. You yeah. have four branches. So the branches you're talking about when he goes to return and he stays into yep. 1940s. Yep. Basically, that's a timeline where Cap doesn't die or go in the ice and freezes. And he lives out his life as Captain America, doing Captain America stuff in that timeline, married to Peggy Carter and going about his life and grows old.
2: Do you think she still gets her own series? Um, in that timeline she does not
3: (laughs) (laughs) no well i mean i guess because she technically still would create shield oh she she would just
2: she would just hide him in the basement and then yeah yeah
0: on the download because he wouldn't do captain America stuff in that timeline right he just wanted to be a normal guy without internet which is my whole issue with it well but Um, i'm staying back there with her the point of
3: him (laughs) being captain america he would not be able to not be captain america that he that is innately who he is. He wanted to be a soldier. He was going to be a soldier. So he would still be Captain America. Just he would be. The world would know Captain America for those seventy years that he was in the ice. They would know Captain America being alive and watch him be Captain America in their world. But he showed world.
0: back up in the timeline with everyone else without so the stupid that device. was so- him
3: going forward in time. That was old Cap coming to twenty twenty three present world main world reality to but it had to be
0: the same timeline or he couldn't get to the bench because he had new magic devices right well
3: they don't answer that so actually that question was asked to kevin not i keep saying kevin feige um to the russo brothers asked how does he then if that cap is in a different reality how does he show up in this one and he literally said i can't answer that that might have to be something that is explained later so they obviously plan to do something with that later that he uh, clearly can't say they're always just like, I'm going to leave that open-ended <laughs> so whatever. But that is cap coming into basically our world from another timeline to give Sam Wilson, the shield.
0: Uh, how that see, I just assumed he lived anonymously for his whole life and just was, no, a, no. Husband, was a house husband, you know, ironing. you and have stuff. four
3: realities and you have oh, four yeah. different caps. You have the cap that, saw Thanos snap and went back into a timeline to try and fix that. So that cap will always exist going back into time. Always you have the cap from 2012 that they went back to that fought himself. And that whole timeline becomes something new because Loki got away. You have cap that stayed in the past and grew old, and then you have our cap that now exists after the snap has happened and has been fixed. So you have four caps. Wow, It's very weird. But again, the whole point of timeline is every time they go back and make some sort of change that affects the past, they create a brand new branch of timeline. Yep. A whole new one.
0: So you're saying that Back to the Future is bullshit then?
3: <laughs> yes, because Back to the Future would is a butterfly effect theory, which this movie does not go butterfly effect. It goes multi-universe, multi-reality timeline. Which is a little bit easier to explain because butterfly effect is...
1: So now now they're speculating that the future uh, future movies, they're going to bring in an antagonist, this other guy who goes, I can't remember his name, and he goes around, and his whole purpose is just conquering different uh, timelines. Uh, I can't remember his name. It's like Kroger. Are you talking
3: whatever. about Kang the Conqueror?
1: Yes, yes.
3: Yeah, because that's his whole thing. He's basically yes. the master of time. So yes. he literally survives by just going back to different times in the past or in the future and becoming some sort of a presence in that time and then when he either is done and tired of that time or whatever his mission for that time was or he's about to die he will just literally leave and leave a shell of himself to whatever.
1: Yes I like him so he might show <laughs> up uh, in the future. So we'll see. That so- would get old after a while I think right?
3: Yeah <laughs> it, that one I don't know because that would be really hard to explain. It's very hard to explain because at one point he comes goes to like one point in time which I think they were trying to set up with Hardy Keener as this new character but He goes into like a future time where he's literally this superhero called Iron Lad, and he's a young Iron Man of that time, but not Robert Downey Jr. or not Tony Stark. Hmm. But he's called Iron Lad, and he's trying to be a superhero, and it's really weird. But that's actually a villain from a different time. It's, yeah, I hope they don't do that because, God, that's going to be so confusing.
1: (laughs) All right, well, there you go. There you have it. Do not watch From Rowan. (laughs) (laughs) If they do a Kang movie. (laughs) <laughs> do not watch except for the fact that it would have to include the Fantastic Four. Well, Rowan, since you're on the hook, I think we know your answer. But uh, with our rating system, what do you give? Oh, I, did I say mine? Mine's oh, opening yeah. weekend all the way. Uh, you should definitely go see it. In fact, opening weekend, I saw it twice. So <laughs> I'd say opening weekend. Uh, Rowan, what say you?
3: So rating, opening yes. weekend.
1: Opening Absolute
3: weekend, yeah. Yes, I, sure. I saw it opening weekend, and then I saw it Thursday, just this past Thursday. Oh,
1: nice. All uh, right.
3: So I've seen it twice. I'm going to see it again. And God, I can't wait for the director's cut Blu-ray to come out so I can see all the extra deleted scenes that they took out. Because this movie was originally about four hours long. They took out about that much of
1: You'll need an alternate timeline just to watch all those scenes.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So my takes from this movie, like the first, seeing it the first time, Maybe it's because I was so excited and just, you know, the anticipation and I've been waiting for a whole year and then this is like a full 11 years of buildup to get to this point and all that.
1: Or that 25 not... years, according to Joe, with Iron Man's beginning at 2000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
3: um, this movie did not feel three hours long the first time. Like, when the movie ended, I felt, I sat up and I was like, whoa, that was three hours? Oh, okay. Like, I could have gone another hour or two the first time. Second time I watched it, it definitely started to, okay, yeah, this is a three hour movie. Holy crap, this is long. Yeah. But watching it the second time, it's like so great to be able to see things that you don't catch the first time going through that you're just like, oh my gosh, that's really awesome. And the key points, the things that just got me so excited. Are we doing We're doing full spoilers, right? Yeah, yeah full spoilers. Okay. So like when I watched the first time, the whole Cap-wielding Mjolnir scene, right? Thanos was pressing Stormbreaker into to Thor, and then out of nowhere he gets hit with Mjolnir. Like I didn't see Mjolnir being lifted off the ground the first time. Oh. The second time I watched it, I saw that it was like it was. You could see. So when Thor calls Mjolnir, it you can always see it vibrating, like it it wakens almost because it's a sentient tool weapon, right? So it knows. Yeah so it like almost as if it was like asleep and then it's like oh somebody's calling me i need to get up and go now and so you, it, it has that little vibrating that it then starts like i didn't realize it being lifted off the ground because they cut away to it you see thanos pressing the into to thor and then all of a sudden they cut away to it and then you see it back to them and it hits him i'm just like oh my gosh yeah, yeah. but then the part about that that really was just like holy crap is Cap is now wielding Mjolnir, yeah, and he is literally fully using all of Thor's powers, like calling down the summoning the the, yeah, the, the thunder. Come uh, that that is a Thor classic comic move. Like, oh my gosh! And then, okay, so I'm preface this, I'm about to be really nerdy. <laughs> when oh, Cap you knew wielding... the name of the hammer.
0: Yeah, you yeah. already said <laughs> you were talking name. about a fight with a different character for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> no.
3: Okay, so when Cap is wielding Mjolnir, and he has a shield, right? he starts twirling it like Thor does, and normally Thor twirls it to fly like that. He'll twirl it, and then he does the uppercut like Cap does, but usually when he twirls it like that, it's because he's going to fly. So Cap is wielding it, and what he does is, he throws... The, his shield, shield at Thanos. Thanos deflects the shield and it goes up into the air or it, it bounces. I don't remember if he deflected it or if it just bounced off of it. Either way, it kind of hovers right above Thanos. And with his accuracy of throwing, which that's one of Cap's things, he's very accurate with throwing, um, he throws Mjolnir into his shield, creating this huge thunder boom, which is so Thor and, Th- and Cap have this team up where Cap will hold his shield up and then Thor will hit it with a hammer, lightning sparks, and the vibrations from that big boom causing everybody to blow back. Cap used that combo move by himself to affect Thanos because he knew that the boom would blow Thanos back. And if you notice, it Thanos like literally flies back a bit because of the, the vibration. And it just that was just like, oh my gosh. He knows how to do everything, and the reason for that is because literally Odin cursed the weapon with whoever is worthy, whoever the weapon deems worthy, will have the power of Thor, like all of his powers at that moment.
1: I thought that he banked it off the shield, and it came and hit him.
3: No, no, if you see it, it hits hits the shield and creates this booming effect, and it's Uh. like just basic the the science behind thunder you know you have air compressing and boom it gets hot and when it expands violently it creates this boom and you get the sound well that's what cap cap used sound a large amount of sound to hurt thanos because at that impact i mean any it doesn't matter who anybody is going to get impacted that just
0: right here i think is the brilliance of the mcu yes because i saw oh cool (laughs) <laughs> exactly. and, and he has a 10 minute rant on how awesome it was in explaining, exactly. and we both enjoyed the exact same scene for two totally different reasons yes exactly and that's why
3: I love so my review of this movie is I love this movie because it does so much this movie utilizes the three hours that they make us have to sit through really well because and they it, don't
0: waste anybody's time with midichlorians right. or anything stupid that only nerds enjoy
3: exactly it's enough so that us the dedicated mcu fans who have seen all the movies and all that have all the callbacks that you could have right we've got all the things that you wanted the hail hydra from that fight scene where everybody's like oh my gosh he's gonna have the the, one of the greatest fight scenes ever in the mcu is gonna happen again we're gonna get that no he turns it around to something that comic book fans love you have all the great moments Peter Parker showing up and being like Mr. Cap M- Mr. Mr. Stark you remember that time when I dusted and you're just like oh my gosh that's so and you get the emotional stuff it, it gives the MCU fans, it gives just normal fans who can be like, okay, I'm watching this movie. I don't really know the whole backstory, but okay, I watch maybe one or two. Let me watch this one. I, I'm really invested in every single one of these characters enough for this movie. Maybe not outside of the movie, but in just this movie, you're invested enough in it, right? And then the diehard comic book fans like myself that has all the comic book references to pretty much everything that's movie talked about. I'm like, oh my gosh. Here's this, and I can go on a rant about it. They did all of that so well, which is why this movie is so good and is shattering all the records that it's shattering. Can we just (laughs) celebrate the Avengers Assemble moment really quickly? Just that one Uh, moment where Cap gives us that line. So we've been waiting for that since 2012 when they did the first Avengers movie. They've teased it. I think it was at the end of Ultron, Age of Ultron, where... Tony's gone off, and Cap is still at the Avengers hangar, whatever base you want to call it. And he's like, "Avengers!" and then he stops and laughs because he looks at the team and he's like, mm. "Let's let's go," <laughs> right? Yeah. So we've been waiting for that, and to get Cap just after he wielded Mjolnir like he was been wielding it for his entire life, and his shield is broken, which is also from the comics. Although Thanos didn't break his shield in the comics, but still. We get all of that, right? And then you get the call back to um, Civil War, no, to Winter Soldier on your left. And here you go now, here's this whole team and you got everybody. And you have Cap with Mjolnir in one hand, S.H.I.E.L.D. in the other, Avengers assemble. Like that, it's just, that was this movie in a nutshell. The culmination of years of just waiting Waiting for that. Oh, just, oh man! Ah.
2: <laughs> I wonder how they're going to bring a vision back, but that's a whole nother. So uh, for the TV yeah, theories, right?
3: So you know <laughs> that's that, the one division show. I mean, maybe that was just like a hint of something, and it's not going to actually be a one division. Maybe it's just Wanda going around. Maybe she goes timeline hopping because yeah, he's dead. <laughs>
2: I guess He's, it could be an alternate... Well, I don't know how... Yeah, what alternate lot timeline didn't... Since he is inevitable. Right. Uh, yeah, I, well, I don't know. Well,
3: I mean, you could, I guess, go to the timeline where you have Thanos is dead. Thanos dies in... 20, the 2014 Thanos dies in 2023, which is a side of confusing. But that timeline goes on, never having the snap happen because Thanos dies before he ever gets all the... So maybe that timeline... And, and,
2: the, and, and did... did Did, for some reason, did he spare Gamora? Is Gamora, is that, is that 2012 still alive? We don't know, do we?
3: Yeah, I don't know how that works. I mean, I imagine. So the, the whole way the snapping works, right, is it looks like a second to us, but in reality, like, because he's connected to the Soul Stone, he literally can pick anyone they want. Like Hulk made that mention. He tried and tried and tried to get Nat back, right? but he couldn't because the soul stone wouldn't let him. So literally he could have been like, I want to kill everyone that is associated to Thanos that is loyal to him. And I guess because she isn't loyal to him, right? Cause she never really was. She just always had the but, MC's version. But
2: where, where, where'd where she go then? She was right there. Wait,
3: so <laughs> that That is a comic book thing then because so in the last infinity war comic at the end of, that just happened last year she actually spoiler for anybody that reads the comic that hasn't read it yet she actually is the one that gets the stones and she doesn't snap but she basically does half all of life basically and eventually she gets killed well that she get, doesn't get killed but she gets beat and they fix everything and she goes off into this hiding and now all these superheroes and bad guys and everything are looking for her so she is very expert she's an expert at like going to disappear where not even her team really knows where she is so maybe that's what they're doing like that I guess cuz yeah she just kind of disappeared who knows right I, I I'm sure we're gonna get in Guardians 3 Peter Quill aka Star-Lord just looking, looking for, for her. yeah somewhere yeah. cuz that I mean that in the comics now that's what he's they're doing like, it's literally Star-Lord is like I need to find more so yeah cuz he's not gonna give up on her that's like his one Pride and joy, his ultimate love. I mean, he even ruined his marriage for her. So you know.
1: Well, there you go. You like the movie, apparently. Uh, first <laughs> one, all the way. Yeah. Uh, you mean opening weekend? Uh, opening weekend. Yeah. 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 <laughs> opening weekend. All right, uh, Joe. Let's let's get you because he's Joe's hit or miss. He could. Dea, do not watch here Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> I have an odd relationship with the MC. <laughs> I, I,
0: I generally don't like a lot of CGI. Yeah. I just I, I find it a lot more distracting than helpful although, the, the <laughs> Fat Thor CGI, I totally forgave. Oh gosh, the big I am, <laughs> Yes, I am so on with Fat Thor in the Asgardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And I don't know if that's the right thing to take away from this movie, but I'm like <laughs> hoping they're filming a Guardians movie at this exact minute. <laughs>
3: well i I just love it
1: it's it's on so
3: yeah you're getting guardians three just hopefully now it's not guardians three it's guardians three the as guardians of the galaxy right yes
0: i hope yeah
3: (laughs) i just need fat thor i need the tagline to be the dude (laughs) (laughs) so dude
1: was uh fat thor a comic was that something in the comics oh
3: god i don't know i so to be fair i Movie. i have not really read a lot of thor stuff oh, okay. i mean i read it as a kid but i don't really remember Thor stuff that much nice. i know more just his interactions with the avengers and okay. like other people but yeah maybe i, I think that was more just a funny part yeah. but i could be wrong
0: I, I, yeah i think the movie producers figured out that he was a funny guy yeah and then said hey you know what we we gotta start because those movies were horrible until thor ragnarok <laughs> yeah, they weren't that great. <laughs> Thor one and two were just the worst, and then suddenly, in Thor Ragnarok, they they found out that this dude has some comedy chops, and man, they yeah. ham it up. It is so great. Yeah. So Fat Thor was my favorite, and I really liked this. Soon, the, the opening scene of this movie really sold me on the entire movie.
4: Oh yeah, Without, I mean it was
0: ma- yeah. No, okay. it ma- hadn't. It was made by movie makers, right? Yeah. They came in They opening the scene. I mean, you know, they just show you that little thing of the the ankle lock on them, right? Yeah. And they immediately placed exactly where you are on the timeline, what you're doing, what the state of affairs is and everything in a single camera shot without a stupid scroll or some dumb exposition explaining anything. Yes. They just did a single camera shot. You knew exactly the state of everything and right where they're starting. It's like, wow, these guys know how to make a move.
3: So you know what that is? So I was just reading a comic last night and it was the ending of this comic run. And it's called, it's an Avengers run. But so there's two Avengers comic runs going on at the same time. And it's really hard as a comic book reader to know where you are in the timeline. And there was one small bubble that it was just a two sentence bubble that literally did exactly what you're talking about. It tells you exactly where you are in the timeline. One comic guy was talking to another guy and he mentioned something that was happening in the other run that is at the same, So, you know, oh, wait, these are both happening at the same exact time. Thank you. I know where you are. Comic book fans love that because it allows you to know where you are in the timeline for what you're reading That's what you just that's what that was
0: Yeah, it just places it and frames everything perfectly without having to go through any kind of spiel or nothing awkward had to happen Yeah, and they could be talking about mayonnaise on a hot dog (laughs) and they actually placed the story for you So yeah, it was well. It was really well done I love that it, you know, it focused on Iron Man and Captain America instead of trying to be this ensemble movie Uh, Yes they kept the whole thing focused on a single storyline you could follow in your head being simple. I mean, you got so much more out of it than the rest of us ever will, <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it was this single story: it's Iron Man. this a hijinks of Iron Man and Captain America's last ride, right? Yeah. It's really what this movie was about. And they, you know, it was a little awkward trying to shoehorn everyone in at the end.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah, you, I didn't you like expected it. Yeah. you were going to get some giant, everybody come back type thing, right? Once you knew they were going to do it, you expected something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. when they played past the MacGuffin at the end, I was like, oh my (laughs) god, how many people have to touch this thing? I mean, we can just leave some characters out of this and just assume they're in the fight somewhere. Am I
3: allowed to say this? Because So I initially, when they did that scene and Clint was running with the, uh, the, the gauntlet and Black Panther shows up and he's like, Clint, give it to me. My first thought, automatic thought was... Oh, of course, they give it to the black guy to <laughs> run it like <laughs> an NFL football, and he starts <laughs> doing NFL moves to wow. these people. <laughs> like, of course, <laughs> that was the first thought I had automatically. It's like, oh, yep, here we go. Now we're gonna play hot potato, but first we gotta get the NFL reference in. Thank you very much. All right, go on.
1: At least they didn't throw it on the ground and kick it like a soccer ball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> While Europe was already on board, they didn't <laughs> need that demographic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, what
0: rating do you give it, Joe? And I think it's opening weekend. i had first run written down, but it really is an opening weekend ah, type of movie. It all is, right. It is as good as you can possibly make wow.
1: any movie from the comic book genre. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> super good. Super good. Well, very well done. All right, Paul. Tell us your thoughts.
2: A, uh, second run. It's a second run. <laughs> <laughs> I I I there were some issues. I I I I really did the 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 Scarlet Johansson thing really bugged me. The other thing that really bugged me was that the the Russo brothers were talking about how great they were, how inclusive they were. I'm like, what the? Fu-? It's not that it's, <laughs> they put they added the really awkward scene that really didn't belong there of the group therapy. You you know what I'm talking about?
1: Uh, Captain America. Yeah. Yeah
2: in order to get so that so that the one guy can the one director could play the could play a gay guy for two set for two, two sentences right <laughs> and then they 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 like circle jerk each other about how great they are how great the representation is it's not that it's just that doesn't you're not entitled to to mm. congratulate yourself from two sentences that most people won't even remember and and that were really awkward that really didn't serve any purpose in the narrative itself
0: that was a weird scene where Captain America was a counselor. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And and, and they, they put it in there so that they could con- congratulate themselves for representing a gay person after 22 movies. That was their big representation. Go f, f- yourselves, Mo- the Russo brothers. Yeah. I'm I, I just, I just <laughs>
4: well, It's not that
2: back. it's it's not that they it's that they self-congratulated themselves like like that was it. Because there's lots of people who are like, well, LGBT people are upset that there's not enough representation. I'm upset because you put that in and then congratulated yourself that that was exp- representation. If you just left it out, I would have been fine. But go f- f- yourselves, Russo <laughs> brothers. This is a second run movie. Sorry. Oh my god. And that man. and the treatment of the treatment of Scarlett Johansson's character. I just I just can't get I can't get over either of those.
1: Holy
2: cow!
1: You are wow. serious about second run. You made Rowan hang up. <laughs> 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 wow. Well, yeah, you made him hang up. Wow. Jeez. Well, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel. Uh. Oh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> he's
0: been counted backwards from 10. <laughs>
3: We thought. Sorry, I had uh, to go back, go to a different timeline, <laughs> get a battery charger. Yeah,
1: Paul, come back. Paul just gave it an opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> opening weekend for you, Paul? I'm oh. no, in mean, this timeline. Went wow. to opening weekend for you? Huh? I can't believe you're that upset, huh? I got. Yeah, I guess I, I can't relate. But uh, man,
3: wait. So what? You, what was he so upset about? Give me the quick summary. Uh, oh boy.
1: Okay.
2: Okay. Uh, okay. So. The Russo brothers, and they've even they even they even bragged about this for 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 you know there's going to be gay representation. Okay, so you put in an awkward scene that really of all the scenes in the movie, that scene didn't even need to be there. That there's no purpose of the scene. Yeah, where the where and I know it's one of the Russo brothers that's playing. Yeah, it's Joe. Yeah, Joe
3: Russo. Go
2: f- yourself. That's not representation. That's that, that that's two sentences that most people aren't even going to remember what it's there. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not that I'm upset that there's no representation. I'm upset that you're bragging about how much representation you have when you put in two sentences.
0: It's crappy lip service instead of actual representation.
3: Right,
2: right. Yeah, I, I
0: did think so. The only purpose of that scene besides
3: to give the quote unquote representation was literally just to the the hard writers five years later. That was all that was for. That was a telling you where you are in the timeline of the movie, of everything, of all the events, five years later. Versus what they did, like what you were talking about, Joe, what they did in the beginning of the movie, where they didn't even need to say present day or anything like that. They just did something. This was That scene was literally just to tell you that this is five years later, this is a different world after they've killed Thanos and they don't know what to do with themselves. And oh, by the way, let me shoehorn on, shoe on in some... Open representation of gay rights and gay people, and you know, hey, here we go. This is a yeah. That that was. I agree. A and
2: scene. and and again, I wouldn't have been upset if I hadn't heard how much they upplayed that, that particular okay. scene. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. okay. Uh, Just leave the scene out and I would have been fine, but yeah, Yeah. and to brag about how representational maybe this
0: is Disney trying to introduce the concept of homosexuality to (laughs) the American people.
2: Oh, well, Beauty (laughs) and the Beast, we already (laughs) had that, right? I mean,
0: if they want
3: to do that in the MCU, they have characters that they could do that with. They're literally actual gay characters in the MCU that you could, well, in the comics that you could just bring in.
1: They could bring in Saturday Night Live's ambiguously gay duo. There you go. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I...
2: that would yeah. be awesome they could, brought, they could bring in bobby drake now oh well yeah it's well, yeah. he's kind of he's a, he's a questionable oh, yeah, yeah. well yeah
1: all right well you know what <laughs> we might want to end this one because Paul was oh on I, I ball yeah ball.
2: I, I i was he's fired I, up I, it's really it has it really soured my entire and, and i was I, again i wasn't a big fan of how they treated the Black Widow character. Yeah. I think that was just. Wow. This
0: is like an M. Night Shyamalan <laughs> type ending to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. With a big twist at the end. No, I saw that
1: coming. No. <laughs> it's one. not
0: a celebration of the MCU
1: anymore. Uh, it's- yeah, it's just. <laughs> a lot of beeping noises. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. I had nothing to do today. Now I got.
0: This. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna have to listen to this back so I can hear that. <laughs> I guess I'm finally gonna hear the sound effects because I have to listen to this rant one more time.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, I think. Does anyone else, except for Paul, have anything to say about this? <laughs> <story>? <laughs> anything we without a curse word. Joe, I know you have some deep thoughts. What, what do you
0: have? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not nearly as deep. <laughs> I, I have seen true depth in comic book movies now. <laughs> I, mean, I I was not actually aware that they were still writing the comics. I thought these were all old things that they were just rehashing.
3: Oh, yeah, well, this was all for, for old thing, But yeah, there's still new comics coming about stuff like that. Thanos just died in the comics. He got his head cut off. Like he did in the movie. By <laughs> Gamora, <Michael> actually.
1: <laughs> there you go. On twist. Spoiler alert for the comics now. All right. Well, Paul, yeah, yeah well, let's not ask him. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that'll bring this episode to a close. So thanks again for Joe, Paul, and Rowan. And until next time, that's a <laughs> wrap. <laughs> I got to add one more